0: Good afternoon passengers, this is your captain speaking. I'd like to welcome everyone aboard this podcast. We are currently cruising at an altitude of 35,000 feet and airspeed of 450 miles per hour. Weather is clear and sunny with a high of 75 degrees. The cabin crew will be coming around in about 20 minutes to offer you a light snack and beverage. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome aboard Pilot Error. I'm Tom Feeney, writer for Wings Chop Movie Magazine. You may know me from such podcasts as The Deep Dive Podcast, The Deep Dive Microcast, and Mysteries of the Deep. We are not affiliated with Deep Dive Walk-In Clinic and Laundromat or Deep Dive Secondhand Cheese Kiosk. This is Pilot Error, where we look at TV shows that went belly up before their time. Slot. Slot. This episode, we look at a TV pilot that kind of sort of really did crash and burn, much like its namesake did many, many times. It's the unaired 1974 show Evil Knievel. The 70s was a great decade for the in person spectacle. And what I mean by that is if you wanted to see some really amazing and cool stuff, you had to actually go to the place where it was happening. Events like rodeos, demolition derbies, circuses, and yes, stunt shows were at their peak of popularity before being replaced largely by, well, cable TV. These events would go from town to town, county to county, oftentimes attached to some kind of fair or carnival. The attraction that would inspire the most oohs and ahs, however, would be the stunt shows. Men and women putting themselves in harm's way just for your entertainment. Folks just loved it. There was one man who took it to the next level, a real showman who became an international superstar by jumping over things with his motorcycle. Now, if you didn't grow up with this bizarre phenomenon, I don't blame you for not quite getting the appeal, but this was long before people were doing incredibly stupid and dangerous stunts on YouTube and TikTok, you know, on pretty much an hourly basis. Perhaps the greatest of these performers, at least during the so-called knee-decking, was one Robert Craig Knievel. Born in Butte, Montana during the Great Depression Knievel was a high school dropout working menial jobs just to get by. From the time he was eight years old and went to his first stunt show, Knievel wanted to be a motorcycle performer. But that goal seemed pretty far away from the copper mines where he was working. It certainly didn't stop him from taking risks, however. After being arrested for reckless driving, Knievel landed in the local jail. As he tells it, There was a cellmate in the jail named William Knafel. The man's nickname was Awful Knafel. No kidding. It seems a bit of a stretch to call it inspiration, but Knievel liked the nickname and rebranded himself Evil Knievel, spelling evil E-V-E-L, presumably because he didn't want to be thought of as Actually evil, I suppose. Looking for new challenges, Knievel took part in rodeos, skiing competitions, and even a stint as a pole vaulter. After that, he joined the motocross circuit, hoping to support his brand new wife and son. After a serious motocross accident that left Knievel with a broken collarbone and shoulder, he left the sport. After his injuries healed, Knievel decided to try his hand and put on his own one-man stunt show. His first ever motorcycle jump was over a 20-foot long box of rattlesnakes and two mountain lions. The jump was a success, and the crowd loved it. Eventually, Knievel put together his own stunt team and began touring around the U.S. To one-up the competition, Evel Knievel began jumping over cars, his first attempt being over 12 cars and a cargo van.
0: Hey, I'd like to introduce to you a most unusual young man, this is Evil Knievel, and uh, his specialty in sports is to take a motorcycle up over a ramp and leap through the air some ninety feet. That's what he's going to try to do today, over fifteen automobiles. Now, have you ever done fifteen before, Evil? Bill, I never have. I. Uh missed a jump up in the northwestern part of the united states over 13 and i was uh, hospitalized and laid up for nearly five months and i sure hope that doesn't happen today wow how many cars uh, were you attempting at that time 13 13 and you missed it that's right and you're trying 15 today well the parachute's ready the uh, motorcycle's ready
1: and i'm ready and i'm not gonna miss today
0: an exciting moment here at Gardena, california even for the young ones he soar through the air airborne for about 90 feet on a normal triumph machine and he's set to go Takeoff, of course, very critical. He'll build up speed as quickly as he can, and here he goes. And he makes it. A beautiful leap as Evil Knievel gets the roar of approval from the crowd here.
1: People were hooked. Some wanted to see Evil Knievel succeed. Others, wanted to see him crash. No matter, though, all of them paid money to see the show. Evil Knievel began to grow a fan base. A fan base that wanted more. More cars, more danger, more risks. So that's what Evil did. He kept attempting longer and longer jumps. Sometimes succeeding, sometimes nearly killing himself. His big break, pun intended, came on New Year's Eve 1967. Evil Knievel became a national celebrity when he jumped, or rather attempted to jump, over the massive Greco Roman themed fountains at Caesar's Palace Hotel Casino in Las Vegas. Now I say attempted, because even though he successfully cleared the fountains, he landed a bit short. On a safety ramp. The impact threw Knievel from his motorcycle and onto the pavement, tossing him around like a rag doll. The crash left Knievel with a crushed pelvis and femur, a concussion, and multiple fractures. The footage of the jump and subsequent crash are available to see online, but be warned, it isn't pretty. Now, the jump itself might have been a failure and a painful one, but it cemented Evel Knievel as a huge, uniquely American celebrity, the daredevil, the risk taker, the man willing to put his very life on the line for your entertainment and put his name on lots and lots of products.
0: This is Evil Knievel and the Evil Knievel shock-absorbing stunt cycle. You can make him do wheelies, backstands, even midair somersaults. And for that big jump, here's Evil, up and over that four-foot ditch. Evil Knievel, sold separately or with the Evil Knievel stunt cycle from Ideal. Evil Knievel, escape from Skull Canyon. Pretend the hairy monster has Evil trapped in Skull Canyon, and Evil's going to try and jump out, but there's a log across the road. Oh, just missed. Now you'll have to make Evil crash through the boulders blocking the passage. You've done it. Evil triumphs again. Evil Knievel, escape from Skull Canyon, figure, winder, and stunt cycle sold separately from Ideal.
1: Of course, it wouldn't be long before Hollywood came calling. George Hamilton, a prolific TV and movie actor, perhaps best known for his everlasting suntan, was developing a movie about stunt riders. While doing research, he visited Knievel while he was recuperating in the hospital on one of his many stays. Knievel's story inspired Hamilton to make a film based on the stuntman's life and career. With Hamilton himself playing the lead. In 1971, the movie, simply titled Evil Knievel, was released into theaters.
0: See Evil Knievel, starring George Hamilton and Sue Lyon. Well, I do two pickup trucks in the end. That's 40 feet, boy. That's right. See Evil's most spectacular jump at Caesar's Palace. Don't miss Evil Knievel, it's dynamite! Evil Knievel, rated GP from the Fanfare Corporation.
1: Unlike the man himself, the movie Evil Knievel didn't break any records or bones. It was fairly unremarkable, and Knievel was only paid $25,000 for his participation. Even though the film was only a modest success, it didn't stop those who thought a fictional depiction of the world's most famous stunt performer had potential. This time, however, it would be on the small screen. In 1974, three years after the release of the Evil Knievel movie, producers Robert Relia and John Strong put together a half hour pilot based on the supposed adventures of Evil Knievel. Now that's a great theme song. It's like funky country music. So the pilot, cleverly titled "Evil Knievel, dispenses with the usual origin story and picks up with Knievel on the road in his tour bus, accompanied by his crusty manager and his young mechanic. The trio are headed to a so-called battle of the sexes between Knievel and a super-groovy female stunt cyclist named Tracy Butler, complete with sequined bell-bottoms. Even before the stunt show begins, there are problems brewing, as Evil Knievel has some concerns.
0: stick around and make sure what you got to jump on tomorrow. Those ramps are plenty good. She's jumped them. They're in top condition. I had them gone over.
1: I told you to get out
0: there. They're good enough for me, but they're not good enough for him. And I'd like to know why, Darrell. He talks a pretty good jump, but you and I got to make it. Those ramps are good enough for him because all he's going to jump onto is a clean profit. That scares me, and it ought to scare you, too. I made about every mistake a man can make one of these things, except one. That's making the same mistake twice. I already trusted a promoter one time about his rams, and I got a silver pin on my shoulder to remind me never to do it again.
1: Not content with a fair competition, Tracy's unscrupulous manager sabotages Kniebel's cycle and knocks out his mechanic. To make matters worse, there's an anonymous threat against Kniebel's life. Who could it be?
0: Who is this? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hello? Somebody said you was going to be killed if you went ahead with the jump. Oh, come on, Jack. Look, I don't need this. Me first they break up my bike and they beat up GR, and now they're going to kill Hello, me. Hello, operator? Give me the police department. <laughs> Just wait a minute. Just be cool. We'll, we, we, let me talk to the police. Jack, Let's this no battle remember. of the sexes anymore. It's a war with these guys. Well, nobody's going to tell me when, what, or where to jump. I'm jumping, all right, straight, hard, and long.
1: But the show must go on. Knievel is determined to make one of his signature jumps, despite the threats. As he rides up the first ramp, a series of explosions come from the cars below, but Knievel just flies right through him, landing safely. As the manager, seeing that he has failed in his attempt, tries to make a run for it, Evil literally runs him down with his motorcycle. The local authorities already there because of Fred make the arrest. Case closed, end credits. Now, would future episodes have Evil Knievel crossing the country, solving crimes while jumping over cars? We'll never know. The show was never picked up as a series. Or maybe it was. According to actor Gary Barton, who played Knievel's mechanic, the show was actually given the green light to go ahead. Two weeks before shooting the season began, it was canceled. Barton believes that pressure from groups claiming that kids would injure themselves trying to imitate Knievel's stunts canceled the series. If you recognize the voice of the actor playing Evil Knievel, congratulations. That is none other than the man with the magnificent mustache, Sam Elliot. Yes, from the Big Lebowski, Roadhouse, Tombstone, and many more. At the time he made this show, he was only 30 years old and was sans mustache, so he is barely recognizable. Now, as Evil Knievel, Elliot exudes much of the laid back charm that made him famous, but none of the fiery temper that Knievel was known to have on occasion. The Evil Knievel series never made the jump to prime time. That certainly didn't stop his perpetual promotion machine from rolling along. In 1977, another movie about the superstar stuntman barreled into theaters. This one, however, starred Evil Knievel as Evil Knievel.
0: There is only one, number one. This one. The, the greatest and bravest greatest show in the, of the, the world. world, Evil Knievel! The one and only Evil Knievel, the world's most incredible there, now. who puts his life on the line with every death defying jump, makes his dramatic film debut in Viva Knievel. Evil Knievel. Also starring Gene Kelly. Dad? I'm Tommy. Your son. Red Buttons. What is this? Judgment Day. You're not my judge and jury. I didn't kill anyone. Laura Nutton. you ain't stuff. I've had a front row seat at this ugly spectacle. No one should know something. I think you're both the worst. Marjo Gortner. Hey, the Lord wants to kill you, and your buddy will too. Why? is on. Evil Knievel bets his daredevil skills against deadly odds. In a story packed with rip-roaring excitement.
1: Viva Knievel premiered in theaters on June 1st, 1977, about a week after another small limited release film called Star Wars. A guy on a motorcycle just couldn't compete with a farm boy, a princess, and a galaxy far, far away. And it didn't help matters that shortly after Viva Knievel came out, Evil brutally attacked the author of an unflattering book about him with a baseball bat. Later that year, Knievel pleaded guilty to battery, receiving a sentence of six months in jail. As a result, Knievel lost most of his celebrity endorsements, including toys bearing his name, and motorcycle manufacturer Harley Davidson canceled as well. It took over a decade, but his image began to recover. He made new endorsement deals, including, get this, getting a roller coaster named after him at Six Flags St. Louis theme park, but he would never jump again. Evil Knievel passed away in 2007 at the age of 69. Years of physical punishment and multiple health issues all contributed to his death. His son, Robbie Knievel, picked up his father's mantle and began his own career as a stunt cyclist achieving even greater success as a performer than his famous dad. Sadly, Robbie Knievel passed earlier in 2023 from pancreatic cancer. He was only 60.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast has just been cleared to land. As we start our descent, please make sure your seat backs and tray tables are in their full upright position. Make sure your seatbelt is securely fastened and all carry-on
1: luggage is stowed underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bins. We hope you had a safe and enjoyable listening experience.
0: If you have any comments, go to thedeepdivepodcast at gmail.com
1: and drop us a line. Any clips used in the podcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on any existing copyrights. And thanks for flying in Automaton Studios production.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea how good it makes me feel to be here today. It is truly an honor to risk my life before you, an honor. Before I jump my motorcycle over these 19 cars, and I want you to note there's not a Volkswagen or a Datsun in the road, before I sail cleanly over that last truck, I want to tell you that last night a kid came up to me, and he said, Mr. Knievel, I think you're crazy. That jump you're going to try is impossible. But I already have my tickets because I want to see a splatter. I wish to once more say that you have no idea how good it makes me feel to be here. It is truly an honor.